Hi everyone, welcome to Wild Gravity Travel Cast. My name is Jim, and this is episode four of our new little podcast. I'll be riding solo today. We're going to talk about the news of the week, uh, what little I feel there is note, uh, worth noting. And then we're going to move into my special talking point of the day, of the week, which is um, coaster collections at parks. And this will be at parks I've been to, and we'll talk about that and get into that more a little later on. So be sure to stay tuned for that. want to welcome in all of our listeners. And if you're a new listener, be sure to go back and check out all the old episodes. Uh, there's only three right now, so you can catch up pretty quickly. So we're just going to dive right into the news of the week. And there's not too much, in my opinion, worth sharing. Uh, but I would say our biggest piece of news that we shared was uh, Firehawk's loop, which was the final remaining piece it looked like from the video, uh, was pushed over by a, um, a backhoe construction equipment, if you will, uh, this past week. We posted that video on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash wildgravitytravels, so be sure to head on over there and get a click. It was shared by the demolition company. We've been sharing their videos across our social media pages, so be sure to check those out. Um, and Firehawk uh, is pretty much officially on the ground, I imagine, by now. It is pretty much off-site, or they are working diligently to get the steel off-site, especially given that area of the park is probably going to be getting developed for the future rumored Giga Coaster. Next up, Tigris completed its track work at Busch Gardens Tampa, and that is the Skyrocket project going on over there. Of course, everybody's looking in the other area of the park, looking towards 2020 at that RMC for Gwazi. Um, all the journalists are out in droves checking it out. So that is Bush Gardens. And want to take a moment to share condolences uh, from all of us at Wild Gravity Travels with SeaWorld. Um, Orlando, who lost Kayla this past week, she was 30 years old, I believe. And just a very sad situation for them. Uh, we share our thoughts. Uh, and condolences. So that's the biggest uh, key news points. We've got some other stuff coming around. Of course, we have the the weird glitter trolls at Universal Orlando. That's come out in the last couple days. Uh, happy Super Bowl Sunday to everybody. For those of you that are football fans and watching the big game, uh, enjoy the commercials is, is really what I would say. Um, not really a fan of either team personally. If you're into sports, I'm more of a hockey person. I uh, know that's more of a personal side of things. So that's all we really have in the world of amusement news. Uh, we're seeing lots of development. I will say also in the news, we're seeing lots of development on that Universal project uh, for Jurassic Park. Documents being leaked, trespassing bloggers and vloggers going on news to talk about it. Uh, how those documents have been leaked not going to go into much on that. And we see uh, lots of construction updates coming out of SeaWorld Orlando again for uh, the Sesame Street area, which is looking really good. I mean, just from aerial shots that I've seen and some other stuff, uh, lots of good looking. The area is looking good. It looks completely different from the last time I saw it. And I mean, that was like about a year and a half ago. So 
definitely has changed quite a bit. So I think that for sure wraps up the news portion now. And we can move into um, what will probably end up being a bit of a long-winded talk about coaster collections. So that's coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Okay, so with the news out of the way, we're going to dive into uh, coaster collections. Good, bad, overrated, and underrated. Well, not bad. We're going to skip over the bad because bad is just bad. Um, Now, a couple little things I want to talk about before we get into this. Uh, There's 10 parks on my list of just different parks I want to talk about. Um, What makes a good coaster collection in my mind is every park we have, we think about like the first two, three coasters on the list that they have, like the marquee name coasters. And then what makes a good collection, in my opinion, is after you think about those first couple or few coasters, after that, what other coasters come to mind? What makes it a good collection? A park can have a great coaster, but the rest of the coasters in the park may not make for a great collection. Um, And there's quite a few parks like that out there that aren't on this list at all. So we have some of the overrated ones, and I'll get to those towards the end. I have a couple underrated ones I definitely want to talk about that people don't notice much or think about much as far as a collection is concerned. Um, But they are definitely, they're on my list at least, as good parks, good coaster collections, right up there with some of the top coaster collections, which we're going to talk about. So another thing I want to mention, too, is in full disclosure, I'm only using parks that I've been to, and I've been to a lot of parks. I've been on a lot of coasters, um, almost near 400 now. Uh, But that being said, I haven't been to Texas yet. We're hoping to get to Texas later this summer, uh, later this year, uh, and have not been to Northern California. And I know there are some parks there that have what look to be on paper decent coaster collections, but I haven't been there, so I can't vouch for those parks. So diving right in, we're going to jump into the first park, and it's an obvious one, so I'm just going to go ahead and get it out of the way. Um, Cedar Point. Cedar Point has one of the best coaster collections in the world, and that's not just because they have 17. They have... So those. this is one I'm going to use more of an example because a lot of people, probably most of you listening, know all of the coasters Cedar Point have, so we're not going to name them all off for all the parks. That would take a while. Uh... But they have, you think about those marquee coasters, you have Millennium Force, Steel Vengeance, which just opened last year and is the best coaster in the world, in my opinion, already. Um, But you have then, so you have Steel Vengeance, Millennium Force, a lot of people really like Maverick, a lot of people like Top Thrill Dragster, but then you look at the coasters after that. So Magnum XL200, a classic, a a coaster that was the Millennium Force of its time. Uh, You have Raptor, which is a solid inverted coaster, Val Raven. It's a dive coaster, but it's a big one. Wicked Twister is still a favorite in my book. I know some people don't care much for it, but then you have Raptor and just a great overall collection, good variety too. So that's our first one. Um, Again, these are in no ranked particular order, but that's a solid good coaster collection. And if you call yourself a coaster enthusiast, you have to make the trip to Cedar Point for sure. So next up we move way out west to the park that's often competing with Cedar Point, and that is Six Flags Magic Mountain. Now, the highlights here at Six Flags Magic Mountain for me, 
Um, won't surprise you if you've heard of their coasters. Twisted Colossus, obviously, if you can get it in the dueling form, which I know is hard to do at Six Flags Parks sometimes. Twisted Colossus is a great coaster. It's a great RMC. Um, nothing beats Steel Vengeance as of right now. We'll wait and see for more on that <laughs> as the years go by. Um, but you have uh, Full Throttle, which is a fun little coaster. It gives me great excitement for Max Force in Chicago. Um, but you have uh, Goliath, which is just a great hyper coaster. Um, we have some other coasters there. Tatsu is a good flying coaster. Um, Green Lantern, probably not the best. But overall, they got a good variety. They got a flying coaster. You know, they have Batman, the inverted coaster, which has been copied in a lot of places. But they have a good variety and a good number of coasters. A park with this many coasters should be considered having a good collection. And I feel like they do here at Six Flags Magic Mountain. So we're going to move right along to uh, Six Flags Great America. Stay on the Six Flags topic here for two more parks. Six Flags Great America next, which I just mentioned has Max Force coming um, next year, or this year, this season, sorry. Um, so it's going to be a fun little coaster. Obviously, that POV that we talked about looks kind of short. But overall... Six Flags Great America is a, gr a good park. They've got their own RMC, Goliath, which actually has some things in it and a couple elements in it that even Steel Vengeance doesn't have. Um, and I definitely suggest getting out there if you're in the Midwest. Uh, get over to Chicago and check out Six Flags Great America, even if it's just for Goliath. Um, but they have a Joker. They have um, Wizard is a good like classic style spiral lift hill coaster. X-Flight's a unique wing coaster. Um it's not my favorite. I still like Gatekeeper a little bit better. Um, so good overall collection here, too. They have the original Batman inverted coaster, um, inverted B&M coaster, Dark Knight, which is a fun little inside mouse thing. Okay, Goliath, uh, obviously, is the RMC. Raging Bull, one of the first uh, really good hyper coasters from B&M, is here at this park. You have a Superman Ultimate Flight, so you get a flying coaster. Um, and you get a couple wood coasters with Viper and American Eagle, uh, which are okay. They're not the best, but they're okay. But it's a good collection, good overall collection, so you can see where I'm coming from on that. Finally, uh, on the Six Flags front, we turn to Great Adventure. Now, openly, this is a park I haven't been to in quite a few years. But at this park, we have El Toro, obviously, Bizarro, which used to be Medusa. Uh, great coaster there. King Ka, Skull Mountain, not as good of a collection. Nitro is a B&M Hyper. Uh, not as good of a collection, but I remember the last time I was there, uh, they had a good solid lineup, something to keep your day busy, uh, keep your day exciting. I still prefer Great America over this park, honestly, and probably still prefer Magic Mountain, but definitely do for another visit as far as on a personal level. Um, definitely do for another visit. Now, I know some of you are going to say this isn't underrated at all, but we're going to move into some of my underrated category, uh, my underrated category of parks that people may not think too much about, or they've heard of, or they hear about their coasters, but they don't think about their collection. Um, and my first underrated park is a little underrated. It's not, it's getting more on the radar. It's, at least it's been more on my radar for a while now. So 
my first park uh, in the sort of underrated category is uh, Canada's Wonderland. And of course, we have Yukon Striker, the fun looking dive coaster that goes into the tunnel uh, coming next year, this season, coming in 2019. And uh, But overall, the park has a backlot stunt coaster, used to be Italian job. Um, we have Bat, which was Vortex. It's a aero-suspended looping. It's actually a really fun aero-suspended, not suspended looping, I'm sorry. Uh, it is an aero-suspended swinging coaster. Suspended looping, not, not, as, not as good. Um, not as comfortable of a ride. Um, but they've got a couple solid B&Ms in Leviathan and Behemoth, a Hyper and a Giga in this park. Um, we have... The a couple good wood coasters. Mighty Canadian Mindbuster is actually a decent little wood coaster. It's gotten kind of rough now, but still really good. Thunder Run, good wooden coaster. Time Warp, uh, not that great. Um, that's from Zamperla. It's one of the weird. I call it a stair step coaster because you fly, but you're in a stair step thing. But it's overall, it's good. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Bat is the arrow boomerang here. Vortex is the arrow swinging i've gotten everybody all confused now i'm really sorry but overall good collection of coasters here also just a fun park i will say canada's wonderland has about the best collection of flat rides um like thrilling flat rides of any park i've been to i i love their flat rides uh and it's a great little park it's always busy i will say that from a travel touring tip uh canada's wonderland is always busy Next on the underrated list, this is my second most underrated park, um, and I love this park. It's a great park. I wish I could go back uh, sooner than later, hopefully soon, um, but it's King's Dominion, and King's Dominion has just a good variety of coasters overall, just different stuff. Um, again, they have a backlot stunt coaster formerly Italian job. Uh, Avalanche is a bobsled coaster, and it's a, ma a mock bobsled coaster, and it's it's a really good ride. It actually happens to be my 300th coaster, but really good. Volcano is a different style of coaster. Wicked Twister, but full circuit, kind of. Uh, you blast out of it. I'm sure you saw it if you watched the old Travel Channel shows. That's where I remember seeing it first. They have a Flight of Fear, much like King's Island. Uh, Dominator, which came from Geauga Lake, formerly known as Batman Night Flight. One of my favorite floorless coasters, um, right up there with Scream, which we talked about at Magic Mountain earlier. Um, Twisted Timbers now is there. It's an RMC. Have not yet to ex yet to experience that. I've heard it's short but fun. Um, Intimidator 305, eh, take it or leave it on that one, in my opinion. Uh, but still, solid giga coaster. Racer 75 is a racer, wooden, wooden coaster. Uh, but a good solid collection for the coasters that they have here and a great park to visit. Um, but definitely in my opinion, an underrated coaster collection. You don't hear a lot of people talk about all of their different coasters, but there's definitely some good coasters here. And my number one underrated park, and I'm excited to talk about this park because they're getting uh, what looks to be a B&M hyper coaster. And I'm hoping it's going to be a really good one. Kind of like the Mako model we saw at SeaWorld Orlando a couple few years back. Um, Hershey Park. And Hershey Park is, first of all, Hershey Park's just a great park to visit. Coasters are not. It's just fun. And there's chocolate everywhere because you're in the town of Hershey. Uh, but when we go and we dive into today's topic and we look at their coaster collection, 
we see Fahrenheit, a good Intamin style coaster. Great Bear is a middle level BM inverted coaster. Laugh Track is a really fun indoor coaster. Um, and I know I'm sounding like I'm, I'm trying to sell you on this park. And that's because if you haven't been, I encourage you to go to Hershey Park sooner than later. And I know their new coaster isn't coming until 2020. I would still go this year and then go again next year. It's The park is that good. And um, getting back to the coasters, Lightning Racer, probably the best dueling coaster I've been on. It's a dueling wooden coaster from GCI. And speaking of GCI, we have Wildcat, the, uh, the first coaster that GCI, Great Coasters International, ever built. Um, and they are from eastern Pennsylvania as well, so that makes sense. But Wildcat is their first coaster, um, and it's still running great. It's a great ride, Wildcat is, as is Lightning Racer, is one of my favorite wooden coasters. Um, you have Sidewinder, that's... Uh, the, Arrow or Vacoma, it's a shuttle boomerang. Uh, Sky Rush, there's a love-hate relationship there. I know for a lot of people, bruises your thighs for some. Others, just a really good ride. Super Duper Looper is a big uh, unsung hero of this park, in my opinion, as is Storm Runner. Uh, Super Duper Looper is a Schwarzkopf, and it was a custom-designed Schwarzkopf, I do believe. I don't know the full story or history of the park, but I'm pretty sure it's a custom-designed Schwarzkopf. Um, and then we have Storm Runner, and Storm Runner is basically like take Top Thrill Dragster or King Daka and stretch it into do more than just go up a hill and down a hill. And it's less about speed and more about doing stuff. And I just love the way Storm Runner is spread throughout the park or spread throughout the part of the park that it's in. Um, I'm in love with Hershey Park, not just because of the chocolate, but also because of the coasters. So Hershey Park definitely my top underrated coaster and now we come to uh, underrated coaster collection sorry not Hershey Park coaster I mean who knows what we're going to call that new one but now we come to the overrated coaster collections and now I have three on this list and uh, you guys can feel free to give your feedback flame me uh, talk about coaster collections that I didn't talk about um, and let us know what you think of these lists. So as we come to the overrateds, again, just please try to remember my criteria. Um, because when I say this first one, I know I'm going to rile a lot of people up. But semi-overrated is probably a better word for this park, and it's Carowinds. And Carowinds has Fury 325, really good giga coaster. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm one of the few that thinks it's a bit overrated. It's a solid, great coaster, but to me, it's not any better than Leviathan at Canada's Wonderland. Um, it, it does the same sort of thing, and I have real hope that the one that could possibly be coming to Kings Island is going to be better than both of those, because they're just eh to me. I, I know a lot of people adamantly love them, and that would make this park rise up their coaster collection list. So if that is the way it is for you guys, then so be it. Um, but after Fury, we talk about Intimidator, which is a pretty good hyper coaster, but has that weird train, that long B&M train model. Um, but Intimidator is pretty good. Afterburn is pretty good. Uh, inverted, it's actually probably one of my favorites, not my favorite, not my absolute favorite. Um, but then after that, you got like Hurler and Vortex, which is the stand-up B&M there. 
and you know Nighthawk, which is basically which is Firehawk that just got tore out at Kings Island. And you know you got a couple good coasters there. Now I will say their coaster collection is getting more solid uh, from Copperhead Strike. And if you haven't seen the videos of Copperhead Strike's construction or the concept or the POVs um, or whatnot like that, be sure to check out our page WildGravityTravels.com for that uh, because. The collection is definitely getting better with Copperhead Strike coming to this park this season. So that is Carowinds. Again, I think it's just a little overrated. I mean, it's a good park, and it's definitely a park I would love to live near. Um, I would love going to. I just don't find the appeal that a lot of people do in this park, honestly. And that's that's just my opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own. Uh, the next overrated coaster collection we're going to talk about is in Tampa at Bush Gardens. And again, this one will be getting better. Uh, Tigris, okay, it's an it's a decent addition, but the 2020 uh, Guazi RMC project will probably make this coaster collection go up a few spots. But I, I don't know. I hear a lot of Florida friends and a lot of Florida people talk to me about how Bush Gardens has to have the greatest coaster collection of all time, blah, 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 or they have a really solid coaster collection. And I just don't see it. I mean, Sheikra is a dive coaster, and it's honestly, now that we can, we're can, we seeing what other parks are willing to pay for in a dive coaster, Sheikra's not all that, in my opinion. Scorpion, solid Schwarzkopf, um, solid coaster. Sand Serpent, just a wild mouse. Uh, Cheetah Hunt, uh, an average Intamin launch coaster, in my opinion. I mean, look at what Maverick got. I like the what Cheetah Hunt does, and I love Bush Gardens as an animal park, and their coasters are pretty good. Montu is my favorite inverted coaster. Kumba's okay, but it's definitely showing its age. Cobra's Curse. I get it's a family coaster, but it just doesn't. F- it feels like they went too far into the prototype realm with Cobra's Curse instead of worrying about what. Uh, what a family coaster should be like. Uh, and that's, I mean, we see what Silver Dollar City did with uh, with their new coaster there, uh, Time Machine, Time Traveler. Uh, so I don't know. And, you know, that's only eight coasters right now. And it's not, I mean, that to me, it's not a great collection. And there's not a lot there. And the park is very spread out. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's an overrated collection to me. I, if I walked in that park right now and I haven't been there in at least three years, if I walked in Bush Gardens right now, I could walk to Montu, ride that, maybe take a spin on Cobra's Curse if the line is short, uh, ride Cheetah Hunt, and I'm probably good to go home, honestly. Um, and again, Cheetah Hunt's not that spectacular when you can compare it to something like Maverick. Uh, and I get it, they're two different type of layouts, but but you get my point. So that brings us to probably what I feel like right now is a more over the most overrated coaster collection of parks I've been to. And this one is going to surprise you guys. Uh, some of you listening may know that uh, Brent and I live in the Cincinnati area. But to me, Kings Island is a very overrated collection of coasters. The Beast is probably the best coaster in that park. And that's my opinion. I find Banshee to be very overrated as far as an inverted the elements go so slow everything moves so slowly it's like they did the hulk treatment to it but forgot to add the speed and the excitement and that's what i like about montu and i know people will debate me to the ends of the earth on hating on banshee and hating on fury 325 
uh, 325 earlier. Um, but uh, I will give props to a few of the coasters in the park. Mystic Timbers is a solid coaster, uh, which is more talked about now than the beast. The beast obviously is a classic. You have flight of fear. Diamondback is not that great of a hyper coaster. I'm sorry. It's just doesn't do a lot for me. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's in my backyard, but I don't need to go ride it every waking moment or every day. I could just go in that park ride beast. Um, I will say adventure express is a fun little arrow mine car type ride. Um, you know, flight of fear is flight of fear. Uh, Mystic Timbers and probably the Beasts are probably the two best coasters in that park, in my in my opinion. You do have uh, Bat and Racer is a good classic, but it's honestly it's just a racing wooden coaster. So it's a good collection, I guess. It's decent. I mean, I I'm just more saying it's overrated in terms of how many people get so fan obsessed with this park and they get so involved in it and. You know, when you compare it to even just a park up the road, three hours away at Cedar Point, or even Chicago, it doesn't have the variety. There's no wing coaster here. There's no, you know, there's no RMC here, which, I mean, I get it. RMCs are very new, and you don't have a lot of those. But, and hopefully there's a giga coaster here soon if the rumors are true. So that's my list of the 10 parks. Uh, and I think they're all good coaster collections, even the overrated ones, but I just think that they're talked about too much as being good coaster collections for what they are. So again, what do you guys think? Uh, tell me your favorite coaster collections of the parks you've been to. Tell me your least favorite. Tell me if you think I left something out or just give your general feedback. Ask a question. Uh, we're available through tons of podcast apps now. If you're listening to us on an unpreferred uh, app. Thank you very much for being dedicated and listening. My name is Jim. This is the Wild Gravity Travelcast episode four. Be sure to check us out at wildgravitytravels.com and through all our social pages, including YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we will see you next week on next week's episode. We'll have the latest news, as always, of the week. And we're going to get into a special coaster talking point uh, that I may change my opinion on later in the year, but we're going to talk about the best night rides on coasters, and that should be an exciting talking point because we hear about the best coaster, but we don't hear about the best night rides. So stay tuned for all of that. Thank you for listening. Have a great Super Bowl Sunday. Have a great week ahead, everybody. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>